Welcome back, everyone, to the Off the Record podcast. I'm Campbell Wilmot, and I'm here today with Carson Jeffrey. He is an up-and-coming country music artist. How are you doing today, Carson? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. So let's just start off today. Tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Sure. Uh, Carson Jeffrey. I'm from Cat Spring, Texas. Um, born and raised right here. Uh, spent a lot of my time out in West Texas, uh, between here and West Texas, and going down the highway every weekend to um, all the different shows and everything. And yeah, it's been been crazy here lately. We've been really busy with a lot of shows. So, so how and when did you first get started in music? Um, I guess I released my first album, uh, Muchos Unidos. It was about, I guess. This past September was one year, so about a year and a half ago now, I released my first album. Um, I've been singing and playing guitar since I was in seventh grade, so um, yeah, but really, you know, full time going at it probably a year and a half, so. Okay, so is it something that runs in the family, or did you just one day decided that you wanted to play? No, ma'am. It, nobody plays in my family. Um, it's just me. I I uh, just picked up a guitar and wanted to learn how to play and started YouTubing and uh, finally learned how to do it. So <laughs> so you taught yourself? I did. I did. It was all self-taught. Uh, YouTube and just uh, just learning a few chords and then just kind of ran with it. I think I took uh, like guitar classes for maybe like two weeks and uh, kind of got bored with it because I didn't really want to learn how to read music <laughs> and uh i still can't read music i'm the worst person in the world people are like do you read notes and all that stuff i'm like no i just play chords <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome can you remember what was the first song that you ever learned to play uh first song i ever learned to play was probably either wagon wheel by old crow medicine show or i remember the first song I ever sang in front of anybody was um randy rogers um Oh, what's the song? It's uh, the Lost and Found. Yeah, Lost and Found by Randy Rogers. That's the first one I ever sang in front of anybody. So. Okay, cool. Are you a big Randy Rogers fan? I am. Yep, that was one of the first. I guess you could say the one of the first Texas artists that I found whenever I was real little, um, other than maybe Cross Canadian Ragweed or something like that. So. Definitely. So your latest album, Heart of This Man, was just released in October, and one of the songs called Loner, you mentioned Robert Earl Keane. I've also grown up listening to him. Is he a big inspiration for you? Absolutely. I mean, Robert Earl, his songs, you know, they're such just amazing storytelling songs, and his writing is just phenomenal, and it's always been something that I think not only me, but just every artist in the Texas scene, you know, can learn from how he writes and and um, just admire his style of music. You know, I've, I've always loved it. So, Definitely. Who would you consider to be some of your other inspirations when it comes to music? Sure. Um, first, it was Cross Canadian Ragweed when I was probably eight years old. Um, we, I remember we, had a, we got a brand new truck at the time, and it could have like six CDs in the back seat of like the CD player. You could have six in at a time. And um, I had all of Cross Canadian Ragweed CDs that they had made up to that point. And uh, that's all I had in the CD player. And I would sit there with my headphones on. You could li- listen separately from like the, what your parents were listening to up front. And that's all I listened to anytime we were in the truck was those CDs and uh, just boys from Oklahoma and all of those songs. And 
I'd be going to school talking about that and nobody had a clue what I was talking about. But, uh, that was, that was my number one influence was cross and ragweed. And, and then I found, uh, Ryan Bingham in junior high probably, and really honed in on his music, um, was a huge fan of his. And, and then, um, when I got into later junior high, I guess, and, you know, uh, I think the, I got like Pandora or I think I had like slacker radio or whatever it was called at the time. And uh, really started diving into other guys like Casey Donahue and Josh Abbott and guys like that. And, and then it just took off from finding everybody else. So. so if you had to pick one cross-Canadian ragweed song that would be your favorite or just your go-to, what would it be? My favorite cross-Canadian ragweed song? Uh, man, there are so many of them, but I feel like probably Boys from Oklahoma was the one that would just – caught my attention at an early age and I just I thought it was so cool at the time and I didn't even know what it meant so <laughs> cool so on your latest album Heart of This Man which song are you most proud of um I think the bible song is probably the one I'm most proud of for the writing um I think that one probably had the most personal connection to me um another favorite one is Loner um well like you already mentioned I think that one was uh, one that was really from the heart and everything and a lot of true writing and everything. So yeah, that's probably my favorite one, the Bible song. And if not that one, then Loner. I got an angry heart, but I'm mad at myself. I didn't do some things right. I created a living hell. But sometimes I pray. Sometimes I don't Don't want to bother that man With problems he already knows A kick in the ass is what I need Pick me up out of this heartbreak Just a rough time before there's a 
Carson Jeffrey song called Loner. So in one of your songs, not on the latest album, but it's called The Plan, you talk about someone passing away. Is music, would you say it's therapeutic to you? And do you use it as a way to cope with things that are going on in your life? Sure. Yeah. Um, that song there, actually, um, I didn't write it about a specific, uh, person that passed away in my life. Um, I kind of, I actually wrote it. I, I was coming home from college one day to back to my hometown and it's about an hour and a half drive. And, um, I came across a wreck and it was a pretty bad one and we had to detour around it. And when I came back through there about four or five hours later, they still had the road shut down. It was obvious someone had passed away. And uh, I got back to school that night and I sat down and it just kind of, the words just kind of fell out and everything. It just came together real nice, that song. But, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me that that song helped them a bunch and everything. So sure. I think it's definitely therapeutic and, and also just writing songs is very um, just, you know, you can't really say how you're feeling or whatever, but then you can sit down and write about how you're feeling. And I think it, it really does help when you can get something off your chest when you can kind of, you know, scream and yell and play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So you said you were heading um, back from school. Where did you go to school again? Yep. I went to Texas A&M University in College Station, Texas. And explain to me your songwriting process. What does that look like? Do you usually write the lyrics first or the music? How does that go? You know, it's changed, I think, over the past couple of years. Um, it used to be I would just start with trying to find a melody on the guitar and then just kind of however I was feeling that day, whatever words would come out would fit the melody, you know, but now uh, here lately, sometimes I'll write songs without a guitar and just kind of let my voice do more of the talking and try to find a melody that way and then match the guitar to the, to the melody I already have. Um, I think every single song is different for me. You know, um, I don't have a set way and I don't, I don't sit down and say, okay, today I'm going to write a country song or today I'm going to write a, country rock song or something it's just it really is just however I feel that day so would you say that each um song is it more of a long-term process or have you sat down and wrote a song in 20 minutes before man it is really both uh like loner I think that song the first verse and maybe second verse they were almost two years old and um and then I sat down and wrote the chorus and the last half I think like two weeks before we went in the studio this summer. So, I mean, it really just depends on whether or not, you know, I have the, I guess the content to finish the song I'm working on, you know, I'm sometimes I struggle and I let songs sit for a long time and it's really frustrating, but you know, like loner, I think it was definitely worth the wait for me to finish that song out two years later. <laughs> Luckily you've still been able to continue performing during the last few months. How would you oh, yeah. say that the uh, COVID pandemic has affected touring for you? Sure. Um, towards the first half of COVID, we weren't doing anything at all. I mean, it was, it was nothing. And I took that time to write a bunch of music and get prepared to go into the studio later in the summer. Um, but about June, I guess things started picking up pretty, pretty steadily. And then in the end of June, we signed with Red 11 Music uh, based out of, I'm in the Nashville office. Uh, my booking agent is Jeff Turner. And uh, once we signed with them, they really helped us get out there on the highway. And, uh, man, we have not slowed down since then. Um, I think I think it's definitely been easier for me being a, a new artist. And, you know, we're still small enough that we're, we're playing in uh, not necessarily smaller venues, but 
you know, more of the bar scene and everything as opposed to stadiums and stuff. Uh, we're able to definitely get out there and play every weekend in the bars that are open where guys like, you know, Cole Wetzel or Cody Johnson, those guys, you know, they, they can't play anything because they can't go play in a bar that I'm playing in. So. That's very true. So you recently opened for Cody Canada, which I know you said you're a huge cross Canadian ragweed fan. So that's yeah. awesome. And then you've also played at the blue light live and then also national finals rodeo. How are these experiences? Just give me a rundown. Oh man, it's been a, it's been a dream come true to just get out there and play for people that want to listen to your music. You know, um, it's, we've done more traveling lately than I ever could imagine we would have done. And I was just talking to Jeff the other day about it and, He's like, just wait till COVID lifts up. He's like, I'm really going to blow your mind with how many shows we're playing. But, uh, no, it's been great. The national finals was awesome. You know, um, I've rodeoed for – that's all I've ever done was rodeo. You know, music was never really part of the plan. I was just – I always roped. And uh, so the NFR has always been, you know, the Super Bowl of my life. And uh, to get to go play the eighth round, that was pretty cool. So – um, and then, yeah, like opening for Cody Canada. I mean, that was that was pretty awesome to hear all those ragweed songs and everything. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been great. What does an average day look like for you? I know you said that you do rodeo. So, do you have any hobbies outside of music? Sure. Yep. Uh, we I rope. Um, I haven't been roping here the past few months too much. Uh, just we've just been so busy and it's weather kind of been bad here and stuff and just haven't really had time and things were going on. And, uh, but the past, I don't know, the past month we've, I've really gotten back into it and the evens will go down there and saddle up and run a few calves. And we've been team roping quite a bit. So, uh, but then other than that, you know, during the day when I'm home, you know, I usually leave either Wednesday afternoon or Thursday morning headed out on the weekend. Um, so during the few days that I am home, I do leather work and silver work. And, uh, that's, pretty much the main thing that I'll do during the day. Cool. So did you always know that you wanted to get into music whenever you were little or did this just kind of happen? I had no clue. Uh, This was never the plan to do music. Uh, I think looking back now, uh, it probably, it was always there. Definitely. I mean, from the time I was little bitty, I was singing on stage at the family reunions to Kenny Chesney. She thinks my tracker's sexy, you know, um, I was four years old and they had the karaoke machine and I was there every single year singing that song. They have it on video camera. And uh, so I think that, I don't know that performing desire or something was probably always there, even though I didn't know it. And, uh, and then whenever I did the first album, I, we basically just did the first album just, just for fun. Pretty much. I had no intentions of it really taking off or doing anything like it did. Uh, basically just made it for friends that said, hey, you need to record the songs that you're singing around the house, you know. And, uh, man, it, it just took off, especially Ranch Girl Dream off the first album. And when that one really started catching some fire, uh, we were like, well, you know, I, I better do it now or I'm never going to do it. So, Small town bar, we're passing through. We're just gonna have me with only one or two that she came walking in. Stole the life out of my bridge. Little people on my shoulder telling me to move in. 
winter goes rain Head tied up high Holes in her jeans And I said to myself Well this is all I'll ever need My little ranch girl Jane Yeah, ranch girl Jane She's a handful That's a risk I'm willing to take Will a woman like that Is worth more than any money I'll ever make She wore them Navajo pearls And they turquoise around Well, this is all I'll ever need My little ranch girl dream Yeah, ranch girl dream favorite part of this line of work do you really enjoy touring i think the touring part has probably been the most tiring um and you know my favorite part i'm still so new to it that i think my my favorite part could be different from somebody else's but you know i enjoy the writing part and and here lately i've actually been struggling with the writing process you know because we've been on the road so much that whenever i come home I don't really want to pick up the guitar. So it's kind of been a struggle to make yourself write every day. But I mean, when you write a really cool song and I've written a couple here lately that I enjoy. So it's, it's kind of been a nice breath of fresh air, but when you write a good song and, and people take to that song, like they did to ranch girl or something, uh, that's been really cool. You know, and just like the blue light the other night, we sold the blue light out in Lubbock. Uh, that was our first time to the blue light. And really, that was our first headlining show in Lubbock. We had played Cook's Garage a few months back with Colby Cooper, but it was an opening slot. Uh, but when we headlined the other day, and, you know, I sang Ranch Girl, and everyone in the room was singing it back to me, that's a pretty cool feeling, too. So to know that you you accomplished something there. so That's incredible. So explain your um, plans for the future. I know you just released Heart of This Man, but do you have any new music coming soon? And how about touring? 
Sure. Um, the tour schedule is really packing up for this spring. Um, it's really stacked right now and new dates coming in every single day. Um, but, uh, yeah, plans for the future. We are going into the studio in March and we are going to do, I think probably two or three songs and kind of do those as singles throughout, um, the later half of the spring and into the summer. And then, uh, I'm not too sure on it yet, but, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, I think the, the later end of this coming summer, we're, we're going to do like a little, um, I think we're going to do like a little live album or something. Um, I do these things called, um, the live at the ranch house or the ranch house session or whatever. So I think we're going to have a live at the ranch house album and kind of just do um, like an acoustic album and do like a, a film on it and uh, also record it as well to put out on Spotify and everything. And just do a live album of some of the older, some of the songs that we've already recorded and then also some songs that we haven't done yet. And uh, some of the more personal and acoustic songs that I think would be really neat to be, to have out to people. So yeah, it's just stuff like that. And um just trying to trying to spread the fan base, you know, and, and be unique to try to do something that nobody else has done, you know, not just, not necessarily just the music, but just branding wise, you know? Right. So if you had um, a message or any thoughts to give to your fans, what would it be? Oh, just thank y'all so much for the support. You know, it's, it's been crazy, especially Ranch Girl Dreams, the biggest one that people have caught on to the amount of streams that it's got. I think we're, just shy of 2 million streams right now. Um, I think I looked yesterday, actually, I think it was like probably 15,000 streams away from it. And um, I mean, that's crazy to me, you know, with somebody that released that song with no intentions of ever thinking that it would be that big or whatever. Um, And it's, that's not huge, but that's more than I ever thought it would have. So, but yeah, just thank y'all so much for listening to my music and, um, let me do this as a full-time job. So so at the end of each podcast, I do this thing called Final Speed Round. So I'm going to name two artists and then just off the top of your head, pick one or the other, whichever one you prefer. Oh, man. All right. Okay. George Jones or George Strait? George Jones. Willie or Waylon? Mm, Waylon. Jason Isbell or Jason Aldean? Jason Isbell. And then last one, Beatles or The Stones? Oh, man, the Stones. Just last thing, where can people find more info about you and your music? And if there's anything else you'd like to add. Sure. Um, You can find all of our tour dates um, so far on CarsonJeffrey.com. You can go on there and find all of our dates. Our merch is on there. Um, Some other content, media content and stuff. But you can also find us on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, and all that Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, um, we're we're out there everywhere. So pretty much anywhere your social media is, we're on it. So yeah. well, thank you so much, Carson, for talking to me today. It's been a pleasure hearing from you, and good luck um, with your journey. And thank you so much again. Absolutely, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for tuning in and listening today to the Off the Record podcast. Be sure and tune in each week as I speak with a new artist. And lastly today, here is one of Carson Jeffrey's newest songs called Hill Country Girl.
tall pine Been way up north Felt the wind blow wild Seen a million sunsets in my rear view But not a damn one compares to you Oh, hell country girl My heart's set on you on talking, but don't think I ever will, but I can write these songs, sing or how I feel, don't want to move too fast, or miss every chance I have, but I want to take her hand and hold it in my hill country, girl, my heart's set on. Country girl, I'm in love with a hill country girl.